Evolutionary.org presents Evolutionary Hardcore Podcast with your co-hosts, Steve from the American Underground and Mobster from the UK Iron Den. Get ready for the most hardcore and underground info in the industry. And here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6... Evolution.org Hardcore 2.0, episode number nine. This one we're going to be doing Getting Ripped in the Spring with Euro Pharmacies. So this is going to be a fun one. Let's get right to it. So springtime, everybody wants to prepare for the summer. Everybody wants to look good for the summer. The summer is the time of the year where we don't have to wear coats and sweaters and and in pants, you can have t-shirt and shorts, so you can show off your leg muscles, you can show off your upper body. So it's really, really a fun time of year for those who work really hard in sculpting their body. So this is a podcast for you if you want some ideas for getting ripped in the spring using anabolic steroids. So we're going to get into a bunch of steroids in this one. We're going to go over a bunch of ideas and kind of give you a plan of action, depending on yourself. Everyone's going to be a little bit different what they like to do. And then we're going to finish out the podcast with some really, really good tips, especially some diet tips that we recommend to get ripped in the spring. So Mobster, talk a little bit about the spring and talk a little bit about why Europharmacies is such a great brand for those who want to get ripped. I've literally just started wearing shorts today, uh, yesterday, Steve. So I'm still covered up on top, guys, but the legs have come out. And I think this is very much, uh, we've touched on this before, Steve, this idea of uh, you want the show, as Steve says, what you've done, the work you've done in its nature. I've touched on that again. The sun's starting to come out in the morning, Steve. It's still a little bit chilly, but the sun's starting to come out. And our minds, I think there's actually a line in the poem that says something about our minds turn towards... And, and that's exactly what's happening here. Our minds are turning towards the sun. Our minds are turning towards the fact that we don't, we can put our winter coats away. We can put the heavy, the scarves, the gloves. They're in my pocket, Steve, but I couldn't tell you the last time I put them on. It's that kind of vibe. And what happens physically is that we, li- literally nature, we start to get leaner anyway, especially when you're younger. You will put on fat in the wintertime and you will lose a little bit of fat and get a little bit leaner. Now, of course, we train, we work out, we're trying to enhance that effect. So what do we do? We, we start to think about summer cuts. We start to think about dieting and eating cleaner and showing what we've got to display, put it out there for people to see. We want a little bit of a vein to pop out. We want muscle separation. And if we can get it, what we want is that six pack. That's going to come. And as Steve said, now, especially this time, literally as we do this podcast, we're just on the cusp of spring, Steve. We're thinking, as Steve said, about summer. We're just, it's, 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 the warmer weather is six, eight weeks away, Steve, I think, properly where you're going to maybe go out with just a, a sweater on and definitely in shorts, and you're definitely thinking about trying to show what you've got. So now, guys, is the time to plan. It's the time to research. It's time to listen to these kind of podcasts that we put out and to get ready. Now, like Steve said, what else? Why EP? Why Euro Pharmacies? Because 
we know that they work. What do I do on the forum, Steve? There are companies that come on and bang their drum and you've never heard of them. There are people that get free stuff for coming on and talking about companies we've never heard of. What is the best recommendation, guys? The best. It is that I have tried their products. Steve has tried their products. We've used their products. We've run cycle on their products. We know that the products that we've run work or didn't work or whatever. And we can say, right? So when we say Euro Pharmacies is a recommended source, the companies that rep for them are recommended sources, it's because we've used their product. Now, what else? Okay. So one of the things I said I like, and I've said this even before you even saw me on the forums, guys, years ago, when it was protein products and whatever else, I liked the idea that if I wanted to trust the company, I wanted to see certificates of analysis, whether it was whey protein, creatine, some sort of fat-burning product, especially single-source ingredients, Steve, a certificate of analysis. It's when the product is taken as often as possible, and in fact, as much as possible at random. And in fact, you can actually have people come to your factory and do this. And or the other one is you send them a big batch and they will pick something out of that batch at random. Take that batch, take it to the lab and test it. And what do Europharmacies do? Exactly that. And here's the thing that I really, really like, Steve. I've seen them admit when it's a couple of percent off. They don't say that it's 100% off. If it's supposed to have 100 milligrams and it comes back at 98 milligrams, they put that up. They don't look for another certificate. They actually don't get more product tested. They will say this is it was as close as it was possible to get. We were slightly off. But that means they're being completely honest and completely open. Not, most of their products are dead on, Steve. But a few are just ever so, a few milligrams either way. And I like that honesty. They, they do certificates of analysis on a regular basis. These are updated every couple of months. So it's that kind of vibe, Steve. And then, of course, and we're going to get into it in a minute, they got specific products that are actually designed and created to help us and they're actually to do with summer cutting, spring cutting, Steve. So I love all of that kind of stuff. I also like, isn't one more thing for you guys, and I, it's a huge issue in the industry, and Europharmacies have got this down pat, their customer service. It's on point. The agents and companies that rep for them, the trusted agents and reps, all have great customer service, really, really good feedback. Create a ticket, get the thing, any issues, get it sorted out. I love that kind of stuff. I've had product, I've literally had some stuff arrive this morning and super well packaged. Every single one super well packaged. Go on the forums. There are people, including myself, I believe back in the day, I've opened those packages and I've literally gone from envelope to inner package and showed it open and put photographs up. And you're going to go onto their, their websites and you can check, again, for other agents as well, and check and see these photographs. See how it was packaged, see how it arrived, see everything you need to see and ask all the questions you need to. And they also have some really, really, really good reps, Steve. So that, 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 that one particular person, who I won't name because you never know how these, when you guys are listening to years from now, but one particular person right now is on point as a rep. So great reps, great customer service. You can see how the package of things, you can see that the products have been tested. What else can you guys ask for? Back to you. Biggest mistake that guys make when it comes to cutting when it comes to running the wrong brand is that they'll run what they think is a cutting steroid. Let's say Anavar. They'll run Anavar, which we're going to talk about shortly. And guess what happens, mobster? That Anavar is really dyanable. Why? Because number one, the source doesn't give a shit about their customers. The brand, they have no pride in their brand. 
Okay, they're just a fly-by-night source selling fly-by-night uh, products. They ship them in. They make them in their in their uh, in their kitchen or in their bathroom. Then they sell them. They don't even test them. And even if they do test them and they find out, oh my gosh, it's the wrong thing. They just spent all this money and all this time making it. Do you really think they're just going to throw it out? No, they're still going to sell it anyway and just and just run the chances of ruining their reputation. And that's what happens. People will run what they think is Anavar or Winstrol or any other cutter. Yeah. And then they'll end up blowing up and getting water retention and having moon face and getting gynecomastia and all these other problems because the brand was a scam. And we see this. We've seen so many of these examples over the years. Guys will come on the forums and they'd be like, what happened? I ran Anavar, or I ran Winstrol, or I ran Primo. And why did I end up with gynecomastia? Something's wrong here. You guys were wrong. These steroids cause it. I've heard people say that T-Bowl causes water retention before. Well, just because you think you ran yeah. T-Bowl or Anavar yeah, doesn't yeah. mean you really ran it. So we see this example a lot over the years. So we have to make sure that we're using a quality brand. This is why Euro pharmacies, you can trust them. As Mobster said, they have certificates of analysis. They test their products before yeah. they sell them. And if they're not up to quality, they will not sell them to you. Their reputation is too important. There's no reason for them to run that risk of ruining their reputation. So these are actual doctors and scientists and chemists, professionals in a professional lab making these products. It's not some goofball, all right, in the middle of nowhere who's brewing this stuff and then selling it to you. So it's very important, number one, to make sure you're using what you think you're using. Otherwise, you're not going to cut. You'll end up end up really, really bad situation because you wanted to go the cheap route and get a crappy brand. I'm just thinking one more thing, Stephen. Actually, me and you talked about this in the pre-show. Who hasn't brought at some time a product, and this especially used to happen back in the day when the old joke used to be that you went to the trunk of the guy's car in the gym car park uh, and uh, brought something, he got his bag out of the back of the car and showed you what he had available, never mind if it was what you actually wanted. We still get on the forum, Stephen, it's kind of weird, really, in this day and age, but we still get on the forums, guys talking about, quote, unquote, my dealer, like he's selling a bunch of other drugs as well, never mind the PEDs. And we still get people talking about it in the way that, listen, ask that dealer, your buddy, whatever you want to call him, guys and girls, do their products get tested? Does the, Can I go online and take that product you've just sold me and can I check the code on the thing to see that it's come from this particular lab, from this particular company that produces the product? I'm going to tell you right now, 50% if you're lucky, probably less. So here's another thing. And, and again, this is again specific to your pharmacies and the companies that agent and rep for them that sell their products you can go on to those companies and i'm thinking of just the agency estate and check the code the authenticity code to make sure that it is a euro pharmacist product can you do that i i, I can i can actually think of an example 
not going to name names, locally, where buddies of mine brought growth hormone and the codes did not match up. And you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of dollars there, Steve. So that's the kind of problem we were having five or 10 years ago. Do you know what, Steve? It legitimizes, legitimizes the industry because companies are forced to up their game because the buyer, the listener to this podcast, knows now what to do. He knows how to look for products. He knows what they should. He, he knows how to do the codes. He knows which source to go to. The, the whole thing, and, I, and I've got to be honest, Steve, in some particular way, your buddy down the gym recommendation doesn't work for me anymore. And I will even say to the guys, if they ask me for a source, and I tell them, even if I'm recommending Eurofarmacist, I say, don't just take my word for it. Go and check what I've said is true. Because that's what they should do with anybody else that's helping them. And so here's the thing, guys. Not only have you got something like Eurofarmacist where people like myself are recommending them, using them but i'm telling you you can go and check you can go and read the certificates analysis you can go and check the authenticity codes that's the sophisticated customers that we have steve and that's why we know you and i and some of our listeners and hopefully more of our listeners who are listening can go and do their research and come back and say you know what there was issues way back in the day but i'm talking about when the company first started for the last 10 15 years nothing they are on point they have a really really high standard and they are respected within the industry state. Back to you. So let's get into the fun now. Let's talk about some of the best Europharmacies getting ripped in the spring cycles. And let's start with one that, that's called a summer cutting cycle. Now, this is a good one for those of you who've got kids running around your house. You don't want needles. So this is going to be one that you can use as just an oral only. And it's affordable. So with this one, the summer cutting cycle is 50 pills per bag, and each tab is 50 milligrams, mobster. So out of that 50 milligrams, 20 milligrams is Winstrol, and 30 milligrams is Anabar. That's a great ratio because I really like that because you can basically take one of these per day, and you'd be getting a good amount of Winstrol and a good amount of Anavar. You could take two a day. You could split it and do 1 a.m., 1 p.m. Then you'd be getting 40 milligrams of Winstrol a day and 60 milligrams of Anavar. So that's really good, too. So let's say you ran two pills a day. Each packet would last you 25 days, almost a month. And it's not that expensive. So this is a great one if you just want to run an oral-only cycle or you could stack in a little bit of testosterone with it or a little bit of equipoise if you want, but you don't have to. So this is one for those of you who just like to run oral steroids. So basically what you could do with this one is you could get, let's say, I would, let's say, so 25 days if you, if you doubled, if you took two a day. So... You could basically do this for like 50 days. So you get two packs and you could run it for five weeks that way. Or you get three packs. If you got three packs, you'd be running it for 75 days. So that's that's a good option. Uh, make sure you're running your support supplements with it. Make sure you're running liver support with it because both of these compounds are liver toxic. But that, this is a really good one, Mobster. I really, really, really... I'm interested in running this one myself, perhaps next spring. 
because I really like this layout. So this is a good one if you want to get hardness, vascularity, and dryness to your physique. So my, my only recommendation with this one, don't run it if you're too overweight. Make sure you're less than 13 14% body fat. The lower body fat you are, the more you're going to get out of this one, okay? So I really, really like this one, Mobster. I think I'm going to run this one next. So Mobster touched on that one a little bit, and then I'll move on to my next one. I'll tell you what it is, Stephen. I'm gonna one of my choices is exactly the same. I like number one, the fact that this has been pre-prepared, guys. When I said it at the beginning, they've put together products uh where they've done all the work for you guys. So the, the ratios are there, the dosages are on point, and they've basically said if you want to get cut, we're gonna get a package together, we're gonna put an order together, we're gonna get an injectable together, and we're gonna put it in such a way that you just take this and we've done all the work. Now. I will say, and I've actually, I'll touch on this as one of my tips later on, that Steve talked about being slightly leaner already when you start this thing. Get in shape and then use the PEDs to get you into better shape. Don't wait until you start using the PEDs, even a summer cutter, to, to, to the diet. Remember, you've got to do some of the work. So we're going to get into that specifically. But yeah, on this thing one, Steve, it's already prepared for you. It's ready. It's the ratios are there. You haven't got to do any thinking about it. You haven't got to go out. It's already pre-mixed. You haven't even got to mix up products in a vial for yourself or in a syringe or any of that stuff. It's already done. That is easy. And of course, the price, because they've done all the work for you, is less than you'd pay if you bought these items separately. So keep that in mind, guys. Back to you, Steve, if you're number two. So we do one more um, before Mobster does a couple, and then I'll do I'll do another one, and he'll do another one. But this is one um, that a lot of people overlook, and that's HGH. And your pharmacies has a really really good HGH product, human growth hormone. It's called the Eurotropin, and they have two options for you. They have one that comes in a ten IU vial, and they have one that comes in a forty IU vial. So the forty IU vial is thirteen point three milligrams. And then the smaller one, the 10 IU vial is 3.3 milligrams. So with this, you can really make this last a while, depending on how much you use. So with ACH, anywhere from a, a one IU a day, we see guys run up to three, four IUs per day. We see professionals run even more. But I don't recommend you run very much ACH unless you're like a pro, you're looking to turn pro or something. In that case, then yeah, run up, run up your HGH. But really, for most of you out there, you don't need much HGH. Any amount is going to be beneficial. You could run one IU, 1.5 IUs, two IUs, 2.5 IUs. And HGH is really underrated and misunderstood when it comes to fat loss. It is an excellent fat burner. Absolutely excellent. Because everyone thinks HGH is, all. Oh, it's going to increase my appetite. I'm going to be eating more, whatever. Interesting thing with HGH, even with guys who take it, and they experience a boost in their appetite, even when they, they're like, well, I'm eating more on it, and I'm still losing fat. So that's the phenomenon with HGH. So if you want to get the most out of HGH, stack it with an anabolic steroid cycle of your choice. You could even stack it with that first option I told you, the Winstrol and Anovar, if you wanted to. Oh, that would be an amazing uh, stack, uh, Mobster. And it's um, HGH, you know, we all know it's it's expensive. It's not a cheap peptide to use. But I'm telling you, with Europharmacies, they do a great job of making it affordable. Another problem with HGH we've seen in the past 
is a lot of bad quality HGH that's out there. So guys, they'll have to run four IUs, five IUs, six IUs just to get enough to really make a difference. But with your pharmacies, you're getting a high quality HGH. So you don't have to worry about jacking up the dose. You can get amazing results on just 1.5 or two IUs a day. That's plenty on this stuff. So my gosh, stack it in. If you're going to run steroids, you can even run it solo. And I'm telling you, you're going to have really, really good fat loss with this one. So with HGH, you want to run the HGH a minimum for fat loss at least two to three months. That's when the fat loss benefits really start coming. The first month or two, you'll start noticing appetite increase. You'll start noticing you're sleeping better. You'll start noticing some anti-aging things that are coming along. And that's a part of it. But really, once you hit that month three on HGH, that's when the fat loss really, really comes on. You see these guys in their 50s and 60s, and they look so young. You know, they have a really good lifestyle, but also a lot of them are getting on HGH and they're using that as their uh, hormone replacement therapy, not just using testosterone. So they're getting on the uh, HGH as well from these anti-aging clinics and they're spending a fortune. I mean, they're spending a fortune, mobster, or four figures a month on HGH, but Europharmacies can provide it to you for a fraction of that price. So highly recommend for your spring cutting cycle, Look into HGH, look into trying it out, uh, get at least enough for, for three months and see how you react to it. Um, a lot of you out there, you'll notice you get really, really good fat loss benefits on it. So mobster, you can touch on that a little bit and then uh, give us a couple uh, spring cutting cycles from your pharmacies that you like. Something you mentioned there, Steve, and I've just remembered to make a note of it while we were talking, is um, the skin and the collagen. Guys, what is it about professional bodybuilders you sometimes notice, especially the difference between an off-season picture and a competition picture? Where does that loose skin go? So another great thing of uh, growth hormone, and Steve touched on it, was the effect on your skin. That's why it's using anti-aging, not just for tissue repair, joint repair, tendon repair, but specifically for the increase in collagen and the benefits you get to your skin. So there are a bunch of tricks you can do, especially if you're a professional bodybuilder, and obviously you've diet slowly to drop the weight slowly. But I like the fact that it's going to help with the tightening and the health and the quality of your skin. One other thing, I'll make sure that what Steve said is reiterated again, growth hormone works best if it's run long. And like Steve said, I, I think in my mind, Stevia has to be three months as an absolute minimum for you to see the proper long-term benefits. You can do short-term benefits, sure, but if you're going to run it properly, it has to be a minimum in my mind of three months. So, guys, this might be one of those ones. We're talking about cutting cycles today, for the spring, for the summer, but you can buy your stuff way ahead of time and build it up. Look out for sales that... Uh, people on and see what's out there and buy your stuff ahead of time and make sure especially when it comes to growth form on any of the peptides to store and or mix them properly so that you don't waste your bucks when it comes to that kind of thing. right i've got one for you guys and again it's one of those pre-prepared ones and in fact there's actually two versions of this but i've chosen the lower dose version it's cutting mix for 200 milligram and if you look on the your pharmacies, you'll find that particular one. They also do a slightly higher dose, but as you know, guys, if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, 
I prefer the lower doses. And specifically, there's an actual particular reason here. It's trenbolone acetate, Steve, 100 milligrams, and testosterone propionate, 100 milligrams. Now, guys, this is one of those ones. And again, it's a reason why I like the short arrest in this example. If you're not a, a, a regular user of trend, you can know that there are sometimes, and again, if you listen to these podcasts, you know, that there are sometimes issues with side effects. And so in my mind, this is especially useful here, Steve, as a lower dose again, A, because it's a short arrester, so it's in and out of your system quicker, although that does require more injections. B, the lower dose, even with the more frequent injections, is going to mean less side effects. And although we're talking about spring getting into the summer here, I'd, I, I don't know this necessarily, Steve, I'd want to run train in the height of summer, especially some of the warmer climates of our, where some of our listeners live. But in the cooler climate, and especially at this time of year, I think it'll be okay. If you're going to get sweat, it's not going to be too bad in the cooler evenings. But remember, guys, we're talking about preparing now with any of these cycles for what's coming in the, in the winter time. Dosages, as much as 50 milligrams or 200 milligrams. And I'm looking at the recommendation, and I'm looking actually at the product description here. I actually think I'll be looking at every other day here. So it's probably three slash four times a week. You can do it every day. And again, I would probably look at half a mil for that, for one mil. Every other day is probably the way that I would go with this. And of course, it's going to be in combination, as you know, guys, with the diet and the cardio and other tips and techniques that we're going to get into at the end of the podcast. But again, it's pre-prepared. It's ready to go. Bear in mind, as I said already, it is a shorter acting ester in both cases, which means in your system and out your system much quicker, much shorter half-life. So that real will require more frequent pinning. I'm not a big fan of pinning as much as possible. I know some of you guys love it. It's like an everyday thing. You can do that with this, but the every other day, get someone to help you with that. I've said I'm not just a big fan of jabbing myself in multiple times a week, et cetera, et cetera. So I can get someone to help me. But again, it's one of those things you've got to do, guys. Knuckle down and get your head on because we need to get in the shape of summer. And that's what we're about today. Back to you, Steve. All right, buddy. So I'm going to move on to another one. And this is Masteron. Now, Masteron, we've heard a lot about Masteron if you've listened to some of our other podcasts. But Masteron is a great hardener. And your pharmacies has two really, really good options when it comes to Masteron. They have Masteron Propanate, of course, 100 milligrams per milliliter. And it's affordable. Masteron is not the cheapest steroid, trust me. So this comes in 10 milliliter vial, and it's 100 milligram per milliliter. So you can run this and not break the bank. Now, over the years, obviously, Masteron Propanate has been the gold standard. And that's been what pharmaceutical companies originally came up with. But thanks to your pharmacies, they also offer it in Masteron Enanthate. So you don't have to inject it so often with the propanate if you don't want to. Plus, the Enanthate comes in 200 milligrams per milliliter and 10 milliliter viral. And it's a, a little more expensive than the propanate, but you're getting double the amount of milligrams per milliliter. So this is a really cost-saving, beautiful cost-saving maneuver by your pharmacies. And it saves you on injecting all the time because you only have to inject this twice a week or once a week. So uh, quite simply, in this situation, 200 milligrams a milliliter, you could inject this two cc's. Twice a week, say Monday and Thursday or Wednesday and Friday, whatever, you know, whatever you wanted to do. And you'd be getting 400 milligrams that way, a Masteron, which is plenty to get 
good hardening benefits. If you ran three cc's a week, you'd be getting 600 milligrams. So I highly recommend if you're running a cycle and you want to get hardening effects, Masteron is a great option. Your pharmacy's Masteron gives you the flexibility of either taking the enanthate or taking the propanate. Now with the propanate, you can you can use it in a shorter cycle. You can use it, you can be more flexible with it. You can add it in the cycle, take it out if you don't want it, or you can even add it toward the end of the cycle. So there's a lot of flexibility that you can get with the Masteron uh, from, from your pharmacies. I really like it here. Now, Masteron by itself, it's just going to harden you up, okay? It's just like a straight DHT, dihydrotestosterone. So I don't recommend just using it solo. But this is, an, Masteron is something you add to a cycle. So let's say you want to run testosterone, let's say 200, 250 milligrams a week. You would go ahead and add in Masteron with it and you would cut up. If you react well to testosterone, run the testosterone. Some people cut up on testosterone. Some people don't. Some people blow it up on testosterone. So if that's the case, don't run testosterone. You could stack equipoise with the Masteron instead, or you could stack Trenbolone with the Masteron. So with Trenbolone, your pharmacies has a good, couple good options when it comes to Trenbolone. They've got, of course, the Trenbolone acetate, which is everyone's favorite. And the Trenbolone acetate is going to come in a 100 milligram per milliliter vial of 10 milliliters. They have the Trenbolone enanthate, which is going to come in 200 milligrams per milliliter in a 10 milliliter vial. Same thing as the Masteron. You've got the, the option between a shorter ester or the longer anything ester. But with this, you also have a third option, Mobster, and that is the tri-trembolone. And a lot of guys who run trembolone acetate and they'll run trembolone anathate, they'll be like, well, I want to try something new. So they'll run the tri-trend. And the tri-trend is 150 milligrams per milliliter, 10 milliliter vial, and it's got 50 milligrams of trenacetate, 50 milligrams of trenhex, and 50 milligrams of trend anathate. So that's an option for those of you who want to try something a little different. So that is a really, really hardcore stack. If you were to stack in the Tremblone and Masteron, a lot of guys will react incredibly well to that mobster, incredibly well. Touch on that a little bit, buddy, and then move on and tell us uh, another good cutter. Um, guys, I'll reiterate what Steve said before, and that's probably going to be the word of the day, reiterate. Masteron works best as a hardener, which means you need to be kind of lean already. And of course, that's what you're going to be start doing, guys. It's another reason why I talk about training and starting doing the cardio diet ahead of any performance enhancing drugs being introduced. It kind of, what does it do, right? So one of the things you can do to aid your journey to getting cut and getting into shape, and you kind of can be doing this even when you're bulked up, but it seems to work best when you start to get leaner, is goddamn flex your muscles, pose them. Do your training and contract your muscles harder deliberately on, on the movements. We, we tend to change from the bigger, heavier compounds, Steve, to the little more isolating type exercises as a matter of course, especially when we get into the shape. We want muscles to pop. We want the show muscles to pop. We want those delts to pop. We want the biceps to pop, especially. So one of the things you do, you can learn to contract them. What is it about Masteron that adds something to that? So there's literally a hardener. So literally your muscles will feel firmer to the touch if you're genetically predispositioned and i'm thinking specifically here of dorian yates you get that gnarly kind of almost slightly bumpy look 
to your already ripped muscles. It's kind of like someone's hit it with a very fine chisel. It's not smooth. And that's, to me, that last bit of polish that certain bodybuilders, and again, Dorian had that kind of weird, like almost dimple defect in her muscles. Uh, and, and, and people would call it gnarly. That was, that was the only word that seemed to be appropriate. So guys, if you have that genetics, if you are positioned in that particular way, and your training's on point, and you're learning, like I said, to flex and contract against the muscle, then Masteron brings that out. And it's literally going to be one of those ones where someone will touch your biceps, touch your quad, whatever, and they go, my God, your muscles are rock hard. But you can't do that through fat. So you got to do the work. If you take the other tips that Steve's given you, then he's prepared for you and giving you some suggestions on how you can put that together with other products to bring out the kind of look that we're talking about. Steve, it would be like something done on a computer. It's going to look absolutely freaky. If the person's got the genetics, if their diet and the cardio and the training's on point, that master on will add a certain level of polish to it. Here's another one. And I actually put this up with Anova, which we mentioned way, way back at the beginning, but it's a specific recommendation. And it's Curexl 25 by Europharmacies, which is, of course, Teranobol. Comes in a 25 milligram per tablet. And guys, I've, I've touched on this before. I'll touch on it again. What was Teranobol meant for? It kind of replaced Debo. It had slightly less side effects. And more specifically, it wasn't meant to be at that time when it was created back in East Germany. It wasn't meant to be testable. So... The, the re and it worked on a couple of levels that way. One, because it wasn't identifiable at the time and it took the testers a little while to catch up. And the other aspect was that you gained a little bit of lean muscle tissue, so a slight recomposition while you're cutting, probably around on the order of about five pounds max, Steve, in my opinion. But more specifically, you got more power, which is going to be part of there, guys. Some, for some of you, when you're cutting, you, you, because you've lost that fat, you lost a little bit of leverage. So T-Bow, in this example, is actually going to still help you hold on to some of that strength. And at the same time, it is a perfect placement product to go into a cutting stack. I would probably myself stay. I might even run this on, on my own, again, in combination with cardio and, and, and conditioning work and diet work. But again, as part of, for example, it's perfectly placed to be put in just with two orals, which is some of you can run. Uh, uh, Anavar is a perfect accompaniment for this one because it almost works on the same basis. But the two of them together, there's a little bit of synergy here, Steve, uh, in terms of how you're going to get it. Your preference, my preference would probably be four weeks, eight weeks on an oral cycle. I know occasionally some of you will run longer. I know other recommendations for shorter. At this point in the game, guys, especially if you've run other cycles already, you should have a reasonable idea what you're doing and your preference for how long you're going to run stuff for. And as always, high, highly recommendation for cultural ancillaries, whether that's uh, AI, whether that's uh, um, organ protectors and whatever else to keep the stuff on point in terms of your health while you're doing these things. Lower dose is my preference again. So what would I run this at? I think I'd run this at about the same level, actually slightly less. I would run my Anavar with this at 50 milligrams a day. And I would keep this to a pill, a pill and a half a day, Steve. So between 20 and 40 milligrams per day. And how would I run that? I mean, you could split the pills up, guys. The half-life is about 16 hours. Split it in two. Uh, there's a recommendation for free, but that seems to be a little bit too much like hard work for me, Steve. So two pills a day or a pill split in half. And you can work that out, guys. Don't be overly fussy about you. There's a little bit more in one pill than the other half a pill or whatever else. That's a bit too much like hard work. Don't overthink it. You're getting 16 hours as it is. But like I said, 
what, what, what would I look at at the end of this? I'm looking like I told you guys, probably about five pounds of muscle. So you're holding on to some of the muscle that you worked so hard for in the winter time. And that retention of muscle, that additional protein synthesis is going to help you keep the tissue that you've worked hard for while you're dieting. In many, many cases, and I especially think this is true, Steve, when we're not using performance enhancing drugs, it's typical of a diet to lose some of your muscle. So what we're looking for here with the T-Bowl, with the Anavar, together with the T-Bowl, if you want to run the cycle that way, you're trying to, as much as possible, hold on to the muscle tissue that, so you don't lose any of that while you're losing fat, while you're losing water, while you're getting into condition. That works for me. That's the way that I'd want to run it. And especially true if I was doing this, and I'm thinking, for example, for photographs, for modeling, for competition, et cetera, et cetera, as an oral specifically created in a East German lab for these particular reasons and provided you today by Europharmacies. Back to you, Steve. So let me talk about one here that Europharmacies, a lot of people don't know about. And Europharmacies likes to uh, basically showcase this one. It's really, really getting popular. It's called the Rapid Cup Pro 350. And it's 350 milligrams per milliliter in a 10 milliliter vial. Okay, so with this one, you're getting 75 milligrams of trembolone acetate, 75 milligrams of the masterone propanate, 75 milligrams of testosterone propanate, and 125 milligrams of testosterone sipanate. So you're getting 200 milligrams of testosterone, both short and long ester, and you're getting a split of 75 milligrams each of trend and masteron short esters. So this is a really cool one. And with this one, you can run it like three times a week. And you could kind of do, it's it's 10 milliliters. So what you could do with this one is play a little uh, around a little bit with it. You could basically do one, you could do one injection of like three, like almost one CC. And then two, three days later, another injection of almost one cc. And then through two or three days later, another injective of almost one cc. So overall, you're going to be getting around eight, 900 milligrams a week of gear. So I always tell guys, you know, and Mobster always tell guys too, me and Mobster, we don't run that much gear. Uh, the most gear we've run, I don't think, I don't think I've ever ran more than a thousand milligrams a week. So with this one, you don't need to push a thousand milligrams of yeah, this. Never. Never, so you, never. So you can run under, like you, under 800 milligrams, me, Steve. Never yeah. gone high. So with this one, you could just set it. So you're doing a total of two, two and a half cc's. So you'd be right at close to 900 milligrams a week total. So this one, this one is a good one. And this is a reason it's called Rapid Cup Pro, because this one is, is a really, really hardcore one for those of you who react really well to Trend and testosterone. If you're a good responder to trend and testosterone, this is a great one and it's a blend. It does everything for you. So you don't have to separate them and it's all in the same vial. I really like this one and I would love to see you guys try this one out um, and maybe do a log on the forums and tell us, you know, kind of track your progress on it. But you could really, really do well on this. Now, the dosage recommended your pharmacies recommends is, is a full CC every other day. So you're going to be getting quite a bit of this in your system. But again, it just depends on what your level is. So three, I could do 350 times 3.5. So if you did it every other day, you come out, it'd come out to 1,225 milligrams a week. 
So that's a pretty strong cycle. So this, if you wanted to do 350 every other day, you could do it that way. And you'd be a very aggressive cycle. This is one to do, I think, mobster. If you've got five years minimum of steroid experience, you've got 10 years of minimum of weight training experience, and you have done at least five steroid cycles under your belt, and you're really ready to take the next level. This is a hardcore, this is a hardcore one to do. And this is why it's called Rapid Cup Pro 350. So this isn't for amateurs. If you're new to this, don't run this yet. Start out slow and work your way up. But if you are experienced and you're ready to take things to the next level, this is the one to check out from your pharmacies. All right, Mobster, tell us your, your thoughts. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I've got another one for you, Steve. And again, guys, I make sure, in fact, I'm going to read from the product description for this um, because it's very close to my own sentiments, right? So I'm going to talk about T4 specifically. And in fact, Europharmacies does a T3, a T3, T4 combo and a T4 product, which I'm going to reference right now. Uh, thyroid drugs, as you know, guys, I'm not a huge fan because I know too many users, not our listeners, but I've seen this in person who use thyroid drugs and do no diet, no cardio, literally sit on a sofa and they want the thyroid drug to do the work. And that doesn't work, guys. You've got to go out there and do the work. Number one. Number two, too high a dose. And what happens is it causes issues with their thyroid, with their, their actual thyroid production, their actual thyroid working as it's supposed to. And in fact, the product description comes with it, Stephen, says... One should not lose sight of the fact that T4's primary job is to mediate metabolism and therefore its use should mirror that fact. In other words, the company that wants to sell you this product is telling you not to abuse it, not to take too much. So make sure you keep that in mind when you're using it. As an example, T4 commonly dosed between 25 to 100 micrograms a day for a period of four to eight weeks. And again, this is the company themselves with their product description saying, don't run it for ages. Don't do 16 weeks. Don't do 20 weeks. Run it for In my mind, this is, do you know what, Steve? This is what I would probably do here. If, for example, I was looking at a 12-week cycle, I would probably do four on, four off, four on. You want to stimulate the metabolism, and that's exactly what T4 and all the thyroid drugs do. They're all involved in your metabolism. What does that really mean? It means what should happen, and what those people that just take it and do nothing hope is going to happen, is that it stimulates your metabolism enough that you burn more body fat than you do normally. And that is the case. But if you're just sitting on a sofa eating chips and hoping it's going to be magical, that ain't, ain't going to work. You get so much. In fact, all the PEDs, you will get more from them, no matter what we recommend, if you put in the rest of the work, if you stop eating crap, if you start eating clean, if you start doing cardio, if your gym work is on point, all of those work. So what we're looking at here, guys, T4, like I said, 25 to 100 micrograms a day. Again, if you're not used to taking a thyroid drug, start at the lower dose and just see how you feel. I know, and again, I can apply this to Clen and any other drugs that feel like they're stimulating. If you're not used to it, if you've not tried it, and Steve just said in the previous uh, part about what you talked about, experienced users, Guys, for example, why don't we why do we not recommend trend for the beginners? Because some of you just quite simply won't be able to handle it and you won't be sure what's going on and it's going to cause you a bunch of issues. Thyroid drugs drop into that category. 
which is why I would always go for the lower recommendation of dosage to begin with. See how you handle it. See how you feel. And then increase up to a maximum of 100. I would probably run it between 25 and 50 milligrams, sorry, micrograms a day here, Steve, for a, for a short period of time, just to see how I feel. Uh, again, I would prefer to run it actually in the spring than I would any of these kind of drugs in the summertime. The last thing I want, and especially as a man of my age, Steve, is to be wide awake, stim to hell, and, and sweating buckets in the summertime. So the spring is, again, for me, in this particular regards, a perfect time to run a low dose for short periods of time as part of my perhaps eight-week, 12-week overall cutting cycle. And I'm including diet and the cardio and everything else involved and any other products that I'm running. I'd actually run this, as I said, for a short period of time, especially for you new users. There's even an argument, and again, this is actually mentioned within the product prescription. If it's run at too high a dose, it will cause or is conductive to muscle catabolism. Basically means that muscle that you've worked really hard for in the wintertime is going to get broken down. And we don't want that, guys. What do we want? We're in a lower dose, just doing the work it needs to do with regards to fat being metabolized, breaking that down, getting that, and having that user's energy within the body or excreted so that you get into shape. It has to be done in that particular way, guys. Listen to our other podcasts, especially when it comes to thyroid drugs, because I would want you to get this on point and get it right. Do not take it like some of your buddies down the gym. And I have literally seen this, as I said at the beginning of this portion, where people have taken this, gone away, and if you've never seen them again, meaning they've not come back as a repeat customer, or they've lost no weight, or they look worse than they did before because they just took the pill and did nothing. I'm reminded, Steve, of some of the stimulants that doctors used to give here in this country, and I think we had the same over in America. Women would go to the doctor and ask for drugs. They were given speed, literally what well, the, the recreational drug, as we would call it now, speed, stimulants, and it caused all manner of problems because they thought the doctor prescribed it and they felt great on it, but they ended up actually not feeling great on it. They, they were shaking. They felt horrible. They were nervous. They wasn't expecting the side effects and they weren't changing their diet. They wasn't doing the things that they needed to do. All the thyroid drugs worked like that for me. So you need to have that in mind. But yeah, again, it's there. And as I said at the beginning, they produce a T3, a T3 and T4 and a T4 product. The portion I've just given you is on the T4 product, but they've got all three combinations for you if you want it, Steve. Back to you. All right, so let's get into a little bit of strategies and tips for cutting. And here's the thing. Bottom line is, I mean, if you listen to some of my other podcasts I've done, I always talk about sticking to a natural whole food diet. It's very, very important to get more the most optimal way you can run a steroid cycle is having good gut health because anabolic steroids are inflammatory. They do damage the gut over time, okay? And they also increase insulin resistance. So it's very important to cycle on and cycle off steroids and you'll be okay. I'm not trying to scare you away from using steroids, but if you properly cycle them on and probably cycle them off, you will reduce these problems long-term. But also what you need to do is stay away from inflammatory foods. There's a lot of inflammatory foods out there. Refined flours, refined oils are a killer. They're in everything. Anything you eat at a restaurant, fast food joint, it's going to have refined oils. They add them in there. They're satiating. They're cheap. Okay. And they're really easy to cook with. So 
the restaurants and fast food industry, they don't care about your health. They don't care about your gut. They don't care about the way you look. They just want to sell their inventory and get it out, get it out of their place because their inventory will go bad if they don't sell it. So they're trying to make money off of you. So avoid eating out. Know what's going into your body. Read ingredients. All right. So very, very important to reduce inflammation. And that will that in itself will help you get leaner and get more cut, you know, for for the spring just by changing your diet. And it will happen pretty instantly. Another thing too, dairy. Okay. It's been controversial over the years. I've been fighting the dairy industry in 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 bro science for years on dairy. Dairy is not something that belongs in the human body. Cut out the dairy and you'll be shocked at what happens to your gut health. Cut out the gluten, especially if you grew up in America, okay? Maybe it's not the case on your side of the pond, mobster. Even with dairy, it might not be the, the same thing on your side of the pond. But in America, gluten is a killer. We all grew up in America cutting out coupons every Sunday morning, and our parents took us to the supermarket, and we got to pick a cereal. So we got a lot of gluten growing up, and the gluten basically made us intolerant as adults. So gluten is something, unfortunately, we must avoid as adults. It's very inflammatory in the gut. So dairy, gluten, these are things that really you need to avoid and not put in your body. So the best solution when it comes to diet and cutting is eat single ingredient, natural, whole foods. Know what goes in your body, and that will help you get leaner and get more cut. Now, in terms of cardio, before I let you in, mobster, cardio is important to build a strong heart. Now, you don't have to be um, – you can be skinny and not have a strong heart. That's the misconception out there. You can go uh, downtown and go under an overpass and see where some of these addicts are hanging out, and you'll notice they're all very, very skinny. So that doesn't mean they're healthy. So that's a misconception. So just because you're skinny doesn't mean you have good heart health. It's very important before you run a cutting cycle especially – to make sure that you have strong heart health. So I recommend you go out, do, do some uh, Bikram yoga, do some pyro Pilates, do some jogging, do some swimming, build up your heart health before you start a cutting cycle. You really want your resting heart rate to be under 65 or 70. If it's over that, then you have no business running anabolic steroids in the first place. So get into top shape, and then when you run your spring cutting cycle, you'll be shocked at how much easier it is to get ripped and get cut and get more vascular in the process. So it's all about being into top shape. So that's that's my couple tips I can give you guys. Mobster, why don't you give us a few tips? Tip number one, guys, buy some scales, even a set of 5 or $10 scales. What do you see pro bodybuilders do? And again, pro bodybuilders have great genetics but what do you see them doing scales weighing their food uh it, it's one of those kind of things that sometimes people think was anal and you don't really need to do it and guys if you're bulking i say ah, don't worry about it and i can give you a couple more tips for both cutting and, and bulking in the moment but buy some scales because ultimately this is what a lot of people do and this is one of the reasons that sometimes you let yourself down when you're trying to get your shape you guess it and there's a bunch of you who will say, oh, I've been doing this for years. I've kind of got a good idea. And then what happens? They'll get a coach 
and the coach has them weighing their foot. And again, I'm talking about top professional bodybuilders here. I watch enough of these videos, Steve, to see that it's the case. It is the truth. And it will be one of those, I thought it weighed this much, or it wasn't, or the food varies that they brought by, so buy some scales. Honestly, I, I think there's an element of also here, Steve, gaining control. So, guys, when we talk about things like not eating out and cooking at home and having fresh food and how much easier it is in the spring and the summer because of the availability of fresh food and organic food, not the stuff that's been frozen or shipped halfway across the world, but locally brought, locally produced and is good for you. The sense of control that comes with weighing the food kind of makes you in charge of your fat loss. Who do you blame? It'd be someone else's fault, but no, no, now it's you. You've weighed it, whether it's rice, whether it's vegetables, whether it's your meat, whatever else. And I'll, get, I'll tell you what else about Steve, and even with bulking or adding muscle, so, so many of you, and especially true with the underweight, second guess what they think they're eating and how much they thought they had for the day, and now you've got the scale in front of you weighing it. And guys, if you've got the time, meal prep. Even with the stuff, again, there's another one for you, Steve, and this is actually kind of true. It sounds silly, but it isn't. Drink more water. I don't care whether you're bulking or trying to get into shape like a summer cut, spring cut. Drink more water. There's an element of it when it comes to cutting of A, food and especially fat metabolism. But specifically, sometimes one of the things that we will occasionally do is that you drink when you're hungry a, a glass of water. Doesn't have to be juice or squash or some sort of soda, but actual glass of water. And the water in your belly will satiate you briefly. So, in other words, you're not snacking between meals. You just full up a little bit of water in there, not so much that it's rushing around in your belly and whatever else. What else have we got here, guys? Uh, okay, here's an easy one for you. And this is with that scales. Big cup, small cup. Sounds like something out of a poor movie, Steve, but it isn't. So here's how this stuff works. Now, one of the tricks that people do when it comes to food sizes, and in fact, there's, there's a bunch of articles you can find online on different websites for this, and it's the size of food portions. And it'll talk about the size of your open hand, the size of your closed fist, the size of two fingers. That sounds silly, but it works when you're out and about and away from your kitchen and away from scales. And when you can, you've got to just rough and, rough and ready it, whether you're out camping as well, guys. So one of the tricks you're using here is arguably, it's like my fist, my hands are hot, big, Steve, and I'm a big guy. So a fistful of food for me is an enormous amount. And it would be certainly for everybody else. So one of the tricks you can do when you're dieting is to use a measuring cup or container, whatever you want to use, that's smaller than the one that you normally use. For example, guys, let's say that you food prep. Get those, those containers that you use and put your food in and use smaller ones when you're cutting and bigger ones when you're bulking sounds silly but works that's the amount of food i've got to eat that's all i can have what's in this container tupperware do different sizes so the cup size is the same you'll get ingredients or recipes that say add a cup of this cup of cup of rice for me if I, i've got some i'm sitting here with a giant mug on my table so that probably holds a pint and yet i've got small coffee cups upstairs that are fractional by comparison and the amount of food that i could put in my giant coffee mug here on the table is monstrous Steve. i could probably get a thousand calories plus into that mug but a much smaller one two three hundred tops so it sounds like a silly thing to do but it is big cup small cup big cup for bulking big cup for regular smaller cups smaller containers smaller saucepan smaller tupperware 
for when you're cutting. That's your food. It's in there. That's all you're going to have with each meal. And, of course, you're throwing in the water. What else? I mentioned it earlier on. Don't wait for the PEDs to start the journey. Weight loss. Get off your ass. Clear food out of your cupboards. That's junk. Stop going out for dinners and stop buying takeouts. Start meal prepping and start that stuff weeks ahead of time. And there's two reasons for doing it. One, it starts the fat loss straight away. And two, it gets you into good habits. It gets you into the diet, the cutting frame of mind. So that's definitely right up there, Steve, in that particular regards. And then what else? I monitor my daily steps. I've mentioned on a bunch of podcasts, if I was cutting, I'd do all the other things I've mentioned, all the things that Steve mentioned, and then I would increase my daily step count. I would either go into the app and moderate the app to maybe set it at the weight I want to be or the fitness level that I want, or I would literally say, right, it says 6,000, my height, my weight, my age, let's go for 7,000. Up it by a thousand. If I go out for a good walk at the weekend, Steve, eight thousand steps for me is about a thousand calories. So what's another couple of hundred calories? Easy. Quarter of a mile, half a mile, that's not a problem. Get up early, go out and do it, no problem. Go, me for me, Steve, that would be three walks a day locally, and that's easy for me. Pushes me up towards a thousand calories from about eight hundred to my six six thousand that I normally do. So that's dead easy. What else? And Steve's touched on this before. Why do we say out? side you can row at the gym you can ride the bike at the gym you can use a treadmill at the gym but outside in the fresh air is better and again spring's coming so one of the things that happens with your body is when you are exercising even in the cooler air steve your metabolism increases slightly to accommodate the fact that it's slightly cooler as it is at this time of year because we're just approaching the spring as we record this podcast and so your body actually starts to burn more calories than it would do in an air-conditioned or warm gym or in your garage, warm in your house, whatever else. Being outside in the fresh air will stimulate you in terms of the sun, with similar to fresh air, in terms of your metabolism, and it's actually better for you. One final tip, and Steve's mentioned this a bunch of times, so I'm actually stealing this one from Steve. And if you do run or you do walk, do it on dirt. Don't do it on concrete. Don't do it on tarmac. Tell people why that is, Steve. Yeah, so I learned my lesson the hard way on this one. Um, you know, like, look, oh, the bottom line is we're not supposed to be running on hard surfaces. I mean, throughout history, there wasn't sidewalks and streets to run on. We've always ran on grass and dirt and soft surfaces. So really what's going to end up happening is you'll start getting ankle issues, plantar fasciitis, shin splints, hip issues, knee issues. And it's going to really go up your whole body, even your spine, even up to your yeah. neck just the impact. So another thing to treadmill running, I'm not a fan of it. You tend to heel strike when you're on a treadmill. It's just not the same. As my officer mentioned, get outside. Spring is coming. If you must train indoors, find a clay track that's indoors. They have them all over the place. I know like I've, I've been to Canada before and they have some nice indoor facilities that you can train and they have nice clay tracks that people can run around. And that's a really, really Nice option. But look, the bottom line is it's more fun to, to do cardio outside. Like yes. there's, it, it's, it's a hell of a lot more fun. And, you know, indoors really, really sucks on, um, and running on, you know, look, you don't see Lance Armstrong sitting on a, uh, 
one of those peloton bikes is that what it is mobster like or yeah I mean, yeah he doesn't do that to train he goes out yeah yeah goes on the road, exactly because you have mountains. to factor in you know the yeah. wind the weather the elevation changes all that stuff so it's bullshit it's complete marketing a lot of people i know there there's some serious athletes i know they've invested in these uh products like peloton and whatever and after like a month they just stopped using they're like this is too boring it's not helping me and it's just not the same. Like you can't go nope. and train on a stationary bicycle if you're going to do the Tour de France. It's just not the same. You have to go out there and actually do it. You know, you can't train for a triathlon by swimming in a pool. You've got to actually go out there and swim in a stream or a river or, or the ocean where there's currents and there's other factors going on. So it's just not the same. Um, so try to get this is the beauty thing about spring cutting is you're going to be able to go out there and really boost your heart health, burn some extra yep. calories by having fun and enjoying nature, being out in the sun. We need that vitamin D from the sun. We've we've evolved needing to get sun. Like people who live in, in north of you, mobster, like in the Norwegian parts of the country, yeah, yeah. Russia, where there's not much sun, they have vitamin deficiencies for a reason. They have depression for a reason. They become alcoholics. You know, the people who live in the Baltic countries and Russia, they're raging alcoholics, many of them, because yeah. they get depressed because they don't get much sun. So go out there, enjoy the sun, especially in the spring. That's the whole reason we celebrate spring. The first day of spring is the day that days start getting longer than nights. Okay. In the Northern Hemisphere, days get longer, days get warmer, the sun shines higher in the atmosphere. So take advantage of the sun, get out there and get your sun, you really, really need it. So Mobster, touch on that a little bit. It was a really great show. I hope everyone learned a lot. And go ahead and take us in the disclaimer. One more thing, guys, and Steve just mentioned it with the sun. It's going to tighten that loose skin up. The skin that's going to be loose because you've dropped body fat, the sun will tighten it up. That's another aspect for you, Steve. Now, whether that means you're getting on a sunbed because it's a bit too cold to have your down to your skivvies, as they say, dad, your shorts and your pants uh, and your bikini tops and, and bikini bottoms, girls. Uh, maybe you want to use a sunbed just for now, getting ready, but it will help tighten your skin up and that will aid your fat loss journey uh, because of the loose skin. It's got to go somewhere. And it's again, it's another one for you with regards to what we just said about going outside, just to finish, Steve. What works in a lab with a scientist and a clipboard and a stopwatch is fine. But what is, and, and therefore they could maybe argue with them cracking the whip that you work really hard in a lab and you burnt more fat. But for most of us, the great and vast majority of us, going outside is harder to do cardio in, harder to ride a bike up a mountain and all those kind of things versus being in a laboratory or even one of those curved running bed running machines, Steve. It just is. And it's that much more stimulating, therefore, the harder work. And harder work means you're going to metabolize all what we call burn more fat, which is what we're talking about here, ready for the summer cutting. Please note, we are not doctors, and the opinions are ours is our view, and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.